real quick. I'm just going where the Lord is telling me to go now. I have my notes here, and he's, he's saying, no, go over here. Let's go to James. Right after Hebrews, James, right after Hebrews. And see, in my Bible, it says, profiting, profiting from trials. Profiting from trials. It's James 1, I mean, James 2, chapter 1, chapter 1, 2, through 5. It says, my brethren, count it up, appraise it. All joy when you fall into all kinds of trouble. Can you imagine? Now, 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 God certainly doesn't think like we do, do we? Does he? I would have never wrote that. Chapter 1, verse 2. He says, count it up. It's all going to be joy. What's the result of joy? Salvation. What's salvation mean? Something just got made whole. Something just got healed, restored, and made whole. That's why he said, work out your salvation. Because it's all in you. But we've got to work it in here. All right, listen. He said, count it up. It's all going to be joy when you fall into Various troubles, knowing that the testing of your faith is what? Here we go again. Producing means manufacturing. Patience. Patience is growing. But let your patience have its perfecting work. Perfecting work. What is it perfecting? What is patience perfecting? Love. 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 Which one? It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when various trials light upon you, knowing that the proving of your faith produces endurance, and endurance must attain its purpose so that you will be mature, complete, and not falling short in any way. That's good. But listen to that. But let patience have its perfect work, so it's perfecting something, it's perfecting the love that's already in us. Love is here. Christ is here. In my heart, in your spirit. It has to be perfected. In us. Once it's perfected, it is completing something. And you will lack nothing, it says. So if we're in lack, we're not Walking in love some. 
somewhere. There's a lack of love. And listen, write this down. I was I was discipling this weekend, and th this whole thing is about love. This whole walk with Christ is about love. The whole kingdom is about love. It's a kingdom of love. And I said, well, Lord, that is so important because you are the God of love. His name is love. And his kingdom is love. Which bears the fruit of righteousness, peace, and joy. But give me something I can judge myself to make sure. That when these trials come, that I won't abort what you're trying to do. Because the trial is always the test of love. There's a scripture that says love does no harm. So when I said I said a negative word to my wife on the way here, I did her harm. And I had to repent and ask God to forgive me. How did I know that I did harm? By the reaction. By the reaction. That's how you know. I didn't get a response. I got a reaction. There's a big difference. Because you reap what you sow. If I sowed something negative, I'm going to get a reaction. That's going to be what? Defensive. Now Christ will defend. He'll protect the good that the other party has already done. Amen? One thing that keeps us so negative is staying out of this. If you'll stay in this, you won't be that negative. And I, you know, sometimes I can stay in worship for so long and look at my watch and not even open up this book because I got to go. And then you get on edge because this satisfies the soul. That's what this says in here. He said the word of God satisfies the soul. The soul has to be satisfied with truth. You are designed for truth. And we keep looking for truth everywhere, but right here. The, the instruction book, the manual, the road, road map to life is right here. Every answer to every question is here. 
patience, let it, ha- let it have its perfecting work, perfecting love in me, that I may be perfect. What does perfect mean to a man? One who does not stumble in words. One who does not stumble in words. I stumbled coming up to the parking lot. So it lets me know my love level. So if I'm not stumbling in words, I am now complete and I'm not going to lack nothing. But look at the very next verse. If any of you lack wisdom, why would he put that verse right after those three? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That means, that means you failed that trial and the trial is going to come back. So God said, now, if you lack wisdom, ask me and I will give it to you liberally and will not hold back and I, I will give it to you freely. What is wisdom in this situation? Why is God saying you need wisdom in the trial? Because wisdom is the spiritual understanding of the purpose of the trial. Wisdom gives you the spiritual understanding of the purpose of the trial. And, and, and I, I always... Tell the people around me, what is the spiritual application of what you're doing? What's going on here? That's wisdom. Wisdom has to give you the spiritual application from a higher view looking down on the situation. Wisdom is the perspective on the other side of the trial. That means wisdom is going to show you what's on the other side of that trial. I ask for wisdom every day, every morning. I ask for wisdom because it's so important. I can get through the trial by knowing what's happening right now. Verse 6 and 7, But let, let him ask in faith, no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea being tossed to and fro. For let not that man expect to receive anything from the Lord. Come on. God is trying to get something to us in the trial. That's why he said to count it up all joy because I'm fixing to make something whole in your life. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's finances, whether it's sickness in the body, there is a healing coming forth. That's what salvation is. And that's why he said count it up, count up the joy because it's coming. Let not this man receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because next verse 8 says he's a double-minded man. Unstable in all his ways. What's a double-minded man? A man who lives in faith and fear. You can't live them in both at the same time, but he goes from one to the other, one to the other, one to the other. So, if fear is the problem, then we need to do something about fear. 
And you can bind that spirit. You have the authority. You don't need anybody laying on hands on you. You have the authority. You can bind it, get it off you, loose it, and release the power of God on your life. Double-minded man. That's a carnal Christian. That's what a double mind means, carnal. So that's why carnal Christians cannot receive. And that's why carnal Christians are the most angriest people I've ever met. You know why they're angry? Because they're supposed to be receiving and they're not. They're supposed to be whole and they're not whole. The whole spirit is in us, which is the Holy Spirit. That's what holy means. It's whole. It's undefiled. So, we getting this tonight? I don't know if anybody got this last time we're teaching, but in confession, I just spoke about the three internal manifestations. Spirit man's fed, soul man's instructed, the flesh man's disciplined to submission. But once I confess that word, there's three exterior manifestations. The first one is the trial is going to show up. And we read about the trial. It's a test. He said the second one is the public demonstration shows up. That means a legal relation. And I asked the Lord, what does that mean? If I hadn't received my, my, the, 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 the materialization of what I confessed, I can't touch it. What does number two mean? A legal relation. He said, when you confessed it and you signed your part of the side of the contract, what happened was every demon, every principality, every ruler of darkness just saw that now everything has a legal relation. What's invisible is now in right relation with what's Invis with, with what's visible on the outside, material on the outside, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a car that you need, whether it's a house that you need, whatever you need, Jesus meets the need. But there's got to be a right relation. There's got to be a contractual relation. And listen, when the devil sees the contractual relation in place, he will leave you alone. He can't touch you now because you passed the test. Okay, the, the test got passed and you went on and now the public demonstration just got sent out to the principalities in the second heaven to let them know that I'm in right relation right now to receive the benefit of this legal contract of salvation. And now the third thing comes. Materialization. Health is delivered. Health means what? Making you whole. Making you whole. It's either in a relationship. It's either in uh, debt and finances. It's either in sickness in the body or sickness in the mind. Just got made whole, whatever that lack was. 
This is a powerful revelation that God has given us. And we should be putting it in place. Now, I want you all to be honest, especially the ones that have been here for a while. Have you put that in place since last time we talked? Gave the message. Have we manifested the meditation three times? Everybody's done it. How about you, Josh? I love him. He's a true evangelist because he always has the right answer. Well, he's an evangelist, so he can, he can, he can make you believe it's true. That's that office working. That's a gift God has given him. You know, evangelists are supposed to manipulate. It's a manipulating office. But that's a gift from God. But it's just got to manipulate souls into the kingdom. That's what that office is for. Right. But if you don't get over in the kingdom side and stay in that side, you'll get people serving you all your life through that gift. And end up miserable because it's not the right kingdom that you're receiving from. What God gives, it's eternal. It stays with you. He prunes it a little bit. But that's it. And remember, as we leave tonight, there's no disappointment in this kingdom. There's no denials in his kingdom. If he put a desire in your heart, that, that desire will never get denied. Because he put it there. He put it there. So don't grow weary. In doing good. Because your due season. Shall come. When we grow weary. We don't do good. It pushes our due season back further. Out of reach. Me saying a negative word. That's not doing good. I just pushed it back a little bit. The very thing that I need. So keep doing good. And your season will come. Amen. You're a blessed people. I'm a blessed person. We're all blessed. Blessed means happy prosperous and to be envied and it's all right here inside our spirit remember you got to extract it out by confession meditation confession meditation confession meditation confession receive receive receive
the world won't know that you're any different than them until you receive. Delays are not denials. They are not denials. On that power choice vision, when we go over there on the other side and say something negative because something didn't come in our way, mercy steps in and helps get everything back in alignment with patience. Patience. And now you know what patience does. Stay patient. And in your patience, enjoy him. Just enjoy him. Because that's all you have. Because you had not got your desire met yet. So go ahead and enjoy the one that's going to give you the desire. Because he'll, believe me, he'll put the acceleration on it. He will put it on if you'll start enjoying him. And enjoying him is meditation. That's delight to him. Worship is not enjoying him. Prayer is not enjoying him. He said in the word, meditation is where you enjoy me. Because he is the word and that thing is jumping out at you and faith is rising on the inside. Now, there's a love relationship going on between the two of us. Amen. Let's close our eyes. I'm going to close in prayer. Father, I thank you that your love endures forever. And no depth, 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 no height, nothing can separate us from your love. And that you said that we are more than conquerors in you. What is more than a conqueror? It's love. For love conquers all things. What that means is love conquers all things that we need to be whole. So I thank you that you are the God of love. You are the spirit of love. You're the one who loves and does no harm. This, our God does not, doesn't do any harm because he is the God of love. So, Father, I ask that you bless all the saints tonight that came, that are hungry for you. Because your word says you, di- you reward those who diligently seek you. Reward them tonight. Reward them tomorrow. Reward them all week for coming, Lord. To hear about you, to, ha- to know how to grow more in you and in your love. Now reward them, Lord. Bless them with your grace. Bless them with wisdom. Bless them, Lord, with with understanding. Bless them in the knowledge of you. Pour out your grace this week. Pour out your favor this week. And let them know 
that you are still the God of blessing. That you are still the God of comfort. The God of hope. The God of eternity. Let them know that you're still on your throne. And that you are the same today as you were yesterday. And you will be forever. Because you're eternal. And we lay hold of that eternal life tonight. And we take it with us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's give him some praise. Thank you, Lord.